Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at in WAF for abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy football with Will. What up, everybody? It's abundance of sunshine. My name is William. Oh, it's a big week. It's a huge week. Not felt very confident about this week because no matter the week, I have no ability to beat the jump dude. He owns the clutch like nobody else does. I think he's the only one with the advantage that he has over me. Everybody else is very close. I destroys a couple of folks, but the Chub Toads, they have my number. They have my number. I was looking at James' message, and I was trying to think. I do agree with the man. We, I mean, the Hatch Brownies are on a four-game winning streak. With no real help from their quarterback, right? And so they just scooped up with their second waiver pick. Nobody wanted to taste him hill. Which is pretty surprising. But then, when you look at people's quarterbacks, especially those in the playoffs, I mean, who needs them? Outside the Brownies, who needs them? I mean, the Adams could have used them, for sure, because Tannehill, I believe, has a bye week this week. Adams definitely could have used them, but he was... He states he was too, uh, he was preoccupied uh, from making claims. And it's hard to do that. And I get it, it takes a lot of time. <clears throat> but he, he was the, uh, the highest projected player on the market. I think he's projected at 19 points. I mean, I didn't need him. I could put him on my bench, you know, in case Dak gets hurt. But otherwise, I just don't think there's, late in the season, there's no real need for two quarterbacks on the roster. Bye weeks are over. You get injured, you just pick somebody off. I mean, there's again, there's 10 other quarterbacks available on the waiver wire, so no real need to pick to use a waiver spot on him. But I didn't think about it, he was not on my list. But I think he's gonna be a great pickup for the Hash Brownies. I mean, the, the Brownies are, are doing work right now, I'm trying to get to their schedule again. They've won four in a row. Trying to get there. Now, two of those wins, they didn't score a lot. A 85 in the first game, 82 in the last game. Between those, uh, 108 and 109. And before that, it was 74, 83, 77. But if you look, trying to get, try to get a better, quicker process of looking at their. Okay. So Heineke. Last week scored eleven. Let's see. Week before that he had Mac Jones scored ten. The week before that Heineke scored fifteen. 
And the week before that, I mean, he's on a, uh, where'd he go? Week before that, Bridgewater scored 21, so that's fine. 21, 21.96, so 22. Uh, yeah, it's a one quarterback league. There's really no real argument out there for any other teams that would have needed them. Uh, Flatlands have Tom Brady. Um, the Donks have Mahomes. Uh, the Clutch have Dak. Um, the Oats have Josh Allen. The Akbars have Matthew Stafford. The Toads have Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We'll see what it does for the Hash Brownies. We'll see how it helps him out. I mean, by himself, like he, like James stated, I mean, Taysom Hill just by rushing alone. Out, outlaws have Jalen Hurts. Uh, he's a little hobbled, but as long as he's active, you don't need Taysom Hill. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, if Taysom Hill, I mean, he should be good for 40 yards and a touchdown, right? He can't throw very well. And he doesn't exactly have anybody to throw to. So we'll, we'll see what he does against the Cowboys this week. I'm intrigued. Again, I had him last year towards the end of the regular season. And I think for maybe a week in the playoffs, uh, he was great. He did work. He did work. But nobody wanted him. Uh, Moonshiners have Russell Wilson. He hasn't been great since he got off the injury. But, you know, choices. Let's take a look here at what else happened on the waiver wire. I don't think anything else was exciting out there. Just taking a chance now. Uh, the Brownies, after the Eagles' poor performance last week, I, I thought he would go ahead and hold on to the Eagles with them playing the Jets this week. But he dropped them. Picked up the Packers. Dropped the Sterling Shepard. Uh, the Silence, still making moves, even though they're 2 and 9. Picked up the Chiefs. Over on the waiver report, the Donks picked back up a Boston Scott. Dropped a Teddy B after Mahomes bye week. Uh, the Cons picked up the Colts defense. The Outlaws picked up a uh, Foster Moreau. He was like one of the highest projected non-quarterback players out there on the waiver. Uh, the Adams. Uh, the Adams did work. They just picked up Mike Jones. They, they picked Mike Jones instead of uh, Taysom Hill. Oh, yeah, because the Outlaws weren't sure if Taysom Hill was starting. Okay, I got him now. He's fine. Matt Jones is a fine choice. He's good for, I don't know, 15 points. He didn't have any rushing ability, I don't think. That's fine. Uh, the Brownies got a mirror duel with the uh, absence of C-Mac now. mirror has been in the league for a long time now. He's just been hanging out. I thought he was still with the Lions. Who did he start with? I can't remember now. He's he's a former Nebraska Cornhusker. Um, but, you know, he's found his way to stay in the league, so good for him. Uh, the Silence, uh, they picked up uh, Austin Walther. He was projected at like seven points from the Jets. Uh, I guess he's he's I guess he's he's goal line threat, perhaps. Uh, the Moonshiners picked up a uh, Deshaun Jackson. Dropped to Cole Komet. 
the Oats picked up a uh, Vikings defense, got rid of the rookie wide receiver, Rondell Moore. I think the Oats had him for the entire season. Finally, pulling the plug. Uh, the the Donks made another waiver claim there. Josh Reynolds dropped the Ravens. Uh, the Outlaws picked up a Seahawks defense. And the Brownies, with their second waiver claim, picked up Taysom Hill. Talked to Tyler Boyd. Man, dogs are busy. Picked up a uh, Philip Lindsay. Dropped to DJ Dallas. So those are the moves. That's more than the previous weeks. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve waiver claims. I just uh, I looked briefly on Tuesday night, and I just. When Foster Moreau is the top waiver, our point projection uh, outside of the 10 quarterbacks who are on the uh, waiver wire, just hanging out, I just I couldn't do it. I briefly put in a Boston Scott. I actually may have put in a Boston. No, I don't think I did. Maybe I did. I think I was like seventh or eighth. Boston Scott was really the only other guy. I mean, it's been pretty bleak for a while. It's been pretty bleak. Bleak, bleak for a while. So, no rank, no rankings yet? No no power rankings out? Week 12. Okay. This is blank. So, let's, uh, let's take a look here. Who is our game of the week? Week 12, week 13, week 13, week 13, uh, week 13, it's the final, final head head week of the year, I love our schedule, let's take a look here, we got the Power Players versus Chub Toads, uh, the Outlaws versus the Silence, the Flatulence versus the Donks, the Oats versus the Collins, the Moonshiners versus the Brownies, the Adams versus the World Horses and the Akbars versus the Dudes. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of intriguing matchups. Obviously, playoff implications in every single game. I don't know if we really have an, just an outstanding matchup, though. But I'm going to give it to the Flatulence and the Donks. I think the Flatulence and the Donks are both... I know the Flatulence are behind the Toads now in points, but I think they're second. I think the Donks are probably top four. <laughs> Let's see here. The Deadwood Donks have won the last two matchups. The Don uh, Flatulence lead the series five to three. Flatulence were once that five to one. Slight edge, slight edge to the Flatulence. Ninety-seven to eighty-nine projection. We got a Thursday night football game this week, by the way. Cowboys going for their second, second consecutive Thursday night matchup. Versus the Saints. Uh, I'm not sure if it's on the home or away. I think it's in New Orleans. It's not great for me. It's not super. It's not super. Uh, we got a Mahomes versus Brady matchup. Uh, both top five fantasy quarterbacks this year. Brady. Yeesh. Playing the Falcons. Oh, boy. Can't see playing Denver. Well, I mean, Brady's got the much easier matchup there. I mean, the Broncos' defense is okay. They did really well, obviously, versus Dak and the Cowboys. 
They did pretty well last week versus the Chargers. I like the uh, I like Brady there a lot. Uh, Jamal Williams and Saquon Barkley versus Daryl Henderson. Boston Scott thrust into the lineup. Hold on, I got to make sure that I dismiss. Got to make sure that my watch does not throw off my recording. Daryl Henderson and Boston Scott in week 13. Uh, Rob Gronk, Daryl Mooney, Jerry Judy versus Pittman, Devontae Smith, and Zach Ertz. That's an interesting matchup. Cooper Cup versus Josh Reynolds. Former Ram versus the King Ram. That's a pretty big advantage there for the flatulence. Greg the Leg versus Jake Elliott. Does James stick? With Jake Elliott versus the Jets. Philadelphia is favored by six and a half. But the total is only 45. That's pretty low. James surely has that taste. That sour, goddammit, awful taste of dropping. Oh, by the way, nobody picked up Daniel Carlson. Number two kicker in the league. Can't find a roster. Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott can find a roster. And then you got the Rams defense going against Jacksonville. That would be a good one for James. Steelers defense going against Baltimore. Baltimore was awful last weekend. So was the Steelers. Uh, that's a pretty good advantage there for the Donks. Uh, but I like the flatulence overall here. I think I think the Tom Brady, and of course I could eat my words here. Uh, Mahomes could go for like six touchdowns versus the Broncos. If they're playing at home, I think they are playing at home. Who's on the bench? Holy shit, James has a lot of zeros. Derrick Henry, zero. AJ Dillon, zero. AJ Brown, zero. Nick Westbrook, zero. Kareem Hunt, zero. Uh, Deontay Foreman, zero. Good, 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 good. good. Uh, over on the bench, uh, James Conner will be uh, into the lineup. Um, it's possible, obviously, that... The Flatshots could put in Daryl Williams, but probably CEH as well. So Flatshots also has Amari Cooper. Holy shit. Flatshots have a really good roster here. Well, so Flatshots is projected at 97, and I think he's going to put in Amari Cooper. I think he's going to put in James Conner. I think he's going to put in CEH. Yeah. We're going to give it to the flashlights. Sorry, Donks. Sorry. Good luck. Uh, next up, let's go to pretty important game here. Moonshiners versus the Brownies. Getting close to the interstate. I'm going to turn around here in a second. Currently a low-scoring projection. 87 for the Moonshiners. 81 for the Brownies. Slight edge. Slight edge to the Moonshiners. Bahala series is tied five to five. Got a close one here. Uh, obviously, the Moonshiners must win. It's not a must win for the Brownies. Seven and five. They won four in a row. Russell Wilson's playing San Francisco this week. I don't know what the Seahawks are gonna do. Man, they are trash. Straight dookie. It's been bad. It's been hard to watch. Straight dookie. Uh, JT is projected at 20 against the Texans. Oh, my. 
And that may be low. That may be a low projection. And David Johnson is projected for six uh, versus the Colts defense. Mike Williams, DeAndre Hopp, Kendrick Bourne. Bourne's only projected at five against the Bills. Those are the best. If, if you're playing, if one of your studs, any of your studs, are playing against the Bills defense in the postseason, weeks 14 through 16, yes, or 15 through 17, ah, you could be in trouble. Kendrick Bourne projected for five. I'm going to go ahead and say Bourne's going to beat that. Tim Patrick, the best. That's a good Monday night football game. Bills versus the Pats. Bills are favored by two and a half. Low projected total, four and a three and a half. Uh, the Dolphins projected at nine. Um, I think Mike Glennon is getting the start for the Giants. So that could be a good good start for the uh, Moonshiners there. Over on the bench. I mean, the... I mean, the Shiners could go with Tyrod Taylor versus the Colts. That should be a high-scoring game. Um, the projected total is only 45 and a half, though. Uh, Michael Carter at zero. T.Y. Hilton, Devontae Parker, D-Jax. Yeah. I think their lineup is probably going to stay pat. Uh, over there for the Brownies, 18 projected points uh, for Taysom Hill. Uh, the projected total... Right now, it's only 47 and a half, uh, which is pretty surprising for a Cowboys game. Uh, I can't recall the last time it was under 52. I'm sure it has been. I just don't recall seeing that. The 47 and a half, Thursday night football, Dallas for about four and a half. Taysom Hill projected at 18. And we just, nobody wanted them. Nobody wanted them. Uh, J-Rob projected at 10. Ramonde Stevenson, he's in a... The Patriots, Patriots backfield are in their usual running back by committee. Um, and that's a tough matchup versus the Bills. But Stefan Diggs, tough matchup versus the Pats. Van Jefferson, Elijah Moore, Kevin Coleman versus the uh, Eagles. Nick Folk, the best kicker in the league. Folk versus Bass. My God. This matchup's going to come down to Monday Night Football. Bass versus Folk. Folk Bass. Folk Bass. Coming soon to a theater near you. Folk Bass. And we are Folk Bass. Money Night Football. Folk Bass. Who's going to get in? I... I think it's going to be close. I think Folk, is going to, he's going to score 15. And I think Bass is going to score 14. Oh, it's going to be good. Bucks versus Atlanta. Oh, wow. Uh, two really good defensive matchups there. Uh, Bucks should do work against Atlanta. Folk Bass. Hey, rest in peace to Sean Connery. Boy, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm going to take the team that's on the hot streak. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Taysom Hill is the difference in the game. Now Taysom Hill could lay an egg. He could lay an egg. We could be talking him up. He could go out there and just shit the bed. The receivers are awful. I think Kamara will be back though, and I think uh, Mark Ingram will be back. I don't know. That uh, the Taysom Hill is gonna be the difference of the game, but I'm gonna say Taysom Hill is gonna be a positive difference for the uh, Brownies. And because of that, the Brownies are going to win. 
to get their fifth victory of the season in a row. Fifth, fifth, what? Shut up. Fifth win in a row, moving to 8-5. and five. They will clinch a playoff berth. That will move the Moonshiners to 5-8. and eight. And they will be eliminated from the playoff contention. Now, of course, just to make it more fun, it would be better, more fun if the Moonshiners would win. Because then they would go to 6-7. and seven. Brian's would go to 7-6. and six. So that's what I'm going to be rooting for. I just don't think it's going to happen. Don't happen. Folk bass. Uh, Akbars versus dudes. Uh, Akbars, they're comfortable. Doesn't matter what happens here. 8 4 uh, versus 5 and 7 dudes. Obviously, the dudes need to win. <sighs> Tyler Murray is back finally for the dudes. That's great. It's been a struggle without him. Projected at 19 versus the Bears. Najee Harris needs a good bounce back week. Josh Jacobs, Travis Kelsey, Cortland Sutton, Dawson Knox. Could be a lot of Monday night. We haven't had a lot of games close enough for Monday night football really to matter at all. I'm hoping that changes because New England versus Buffalo. Could be a lot of players. Could be a lot of starting players involved in that. So it should be fun. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, hoping to bounce back. Uh, bounce back. What, well, I'm not, he's not trying to bounce back because he had a good week last week. What does that mean? He's trying to, uh, fuck, I don't know. Shit. That's not running down my nose. It's very uncomfortable. It's a beautiful day, though. It's a beautiful day. I got track. Okay. I'm gonna, did I just blow? I should just blow the snot rocket. Oh, God. It's uncomfortable. I can feel it. What's the area between the lip and the nose called? What's that called? It's got to have a name. Everything on my body has a name, like a taint. Like if the taint has a name, you would think the place between the nose and the lip also has a name. So where the mustache goes, I know that. But what does the mustache grow on? What the fuck is that called? I mean, I have a chin. I mean, everything on my face has a name. My jaws, my cheeks, my chin, my lips, my mouth, my gums, my teeth, my tongue, my throat. Uh, my larynx, is that a thing? Tonsils. What's my larynx? Is that something sexual? Larynx. Is that, is that a vaginal cavity? Larynx is something. Don't know what it is. My eyes, my eyeballs, my pupils, uh, my eyelashes, my eyebrows, my forehead, my hairline. What's that? A temple? I got a temple. The place between the mouth and the nose. What is that called? I have to Google this now. What is it called? Sasquatch? That doesn't make sense. That'd be a good name there. Sequoia. Now I'm just naming the silly names. Hey, uh, Steve Hackett, who knows? Uh, Arkansas finished 8 and 4. How great is that? Super. Let me tell you something. Bowl games don't matter. I think. If the Razorbacks or really any coach was smart, you you treat the bowl game and the preparation practices as an opportunity at springboard for the next season, for the 2022 season. You don't worry about the win-loss aspect. Uh, you know, the seniors who are not coming back, you maybe give them a possession, you maybe give them a quarter, and then you throw it to the younger players. 
uh, for players who haven't played, you know, obviously with the uh, redshirt rules these days, you can play up to four games without burning your, your redshirt. So give those guys a chance to get out there. Give KJ Jefferson like a half. We don't need to see Traylon Burks out there. He's an NBA, NFL prospect. He's going to be drafted in the first round or second round. No need to have any chances of him getting injured. Have him on the sideline as a cheerleader. Anybody else who may be getting drafted, don't play in the bowl game. Uh, just use it as an opportunity to uh, to start your spring practice, which is in, what, three months? Who cares if people are I'm happy that they're back in the bowl games. But, I mean, there's 70, what, 72 bowl teams? Like, it's good TV in December when there's nothing else going on. But uh, otherwise, yeah, they win, super. They lose, who cares? Move on. Doesn't matter. So, anyway, what is... What... Is the space? Hold on. What is the space between two neurons called? No, your eyebrows. What is the space between your eyebrows called? Now, oh, here it is. What is the space between your nose and mouth called? Uh, good job, Google. Google knew where I was going with what is the space between. Oh, man. I'm also. I'm interested about the between your eyebrows. It's got to have a name, too. Uh, let's see here. The philtrum. What? Philtrum? What's... The philtrum is the vertical groove between the nose and upper lip. Vertical groove? That sounds like a band. Tonight, performing vertical groove and folk pass. Hey, man. Vertical groove. Vertical groove. Vertical groove would be like a jam band, obviously. Both bass would be like a shittier month, for instance. Both bass. Probably a two-piece. two-piece. Two guys who wear slacks and suspenders. And the stupid hats. That's what I picture folk best. And obviously one of them would have eye black under one eye. For no reason. I'm now going to blow a snot racket. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Uh, that kind of dribbled on my filtrum right there. Filtrum. Uh, filtrum is the vertical groove. Groove is in the heart. The heck? Getting close to the interstate. Got a sign for some chickens. Trees are starting to lose their leaves. It's December 1st. It's like 70 outside. I can't go through the parking lot because I don't want to look at any salt life stickers. Where do you buy a salt life sticker? Like, I imagine, like, people are surely are not like buying them on Amazon, right? Is there a salt life website you can go to? The only place I think you should be able to buy Salt Life sticker is on the beach. And I think you have to show your ID to prove that you live within 100 miles of a beach. Like if I'm selling Salt Life stickers and someone from Bentonville, Arkansas asks for a Salt Life sticker, I'm going to let them know they have, you know what, where are we at? Oh, man, we're at 27 minutes. Have we gone over any of the games? 
What week are we at? 13? Disappointed there's no power rankings. Where are we at? I think the, uh, who is this? What game are we on? Oh. Yeah, I think the Akbar's going to beat the dudes, I think is what I'm trying to say here. Uh, the Filtrum is the vertical groove. Uh, trying to can't look at myself right now. Can't open up my camera. I think I know what the Filtrum is. This is the other two things. What, what about the sides of the Filtrum? Uh, the Adams versus the War Horses. 77 is 78. Boy, that's going to be a battle. Big game here, though. Um, you know, I want to... I'm going with Chaos. We don't need to go over the lineups. You know what they are. Mac Jones is projected at 10. Good Lord. Okay, well, that was not a good pickup there. You know, the funny thing about putting in a claim for Mac Jones is that you had to have seen that Taysom Hill was projected at 18. <sighs> That's the funny part to me, anyway. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Well, I don't see Alvin Kamara. Oh, there he is, 11.3. <sighs> is Dalvin playing? Dalvin's currently projected at zero. So Mattinson will get in there. 11, 11 and a half. That would help. The uh, Visca Chenault's projected at 5.11 points. I mean, what does that mean? I think he projected at 5.11 points. Either getting 51 yards or 52 yards. You're not going to get 51.1 yard. Stupid. Well, with Mattinson, that does give uh, the War Horses a comfortable 13 point cushion. I get, I mean, Mac Jones versus Buffalo Bills, that's a difficult spot for a rookie quarterback. But Mac Jones has done fine. The Patriots offense uh, have, you know, he's, I think he's completing like 78% of his passes. They don't take a lot of chances. He's uh, finding the groove with those running backs and with Kendrick Bourne, sometimes with Nelson Aguiar, um, with those tight ends. Patriots are like the Brownies, man. They're, they're both kind of cruising right now. They found a groove. Uh, shit. I already forgot what kind of groove it was. Is that a perpetual? That doesn't make sense. Vertical groove? Was, oh, yeah, this is a vertical groove. And your phantom. Phantom? Phantom? Ah, shit. I forgot the name of it. Flax. What's your larynx? Filtrum. Larynx. I think that's your voice box, right? Larynx. It's the organ forming an air passage to the lungs. Holding the vocal up, oh, voice box. Look at that. <laughs> Fuck off. Science. Is that science? I think it's science. Actually, I have no idea. What's your pharynx? Where's your pharynx at? Ah, it's in the throat. What is that? Phantom filtrum. Can if I had an issue with my filtrum, is there? Would I go to a filtrum doctor? What does the filtrum indicate? Uh, the Chinese texts say that such a filtrum, I don't know what such a filtrum means, auspicious fortune. Well, I don't know, I don't know. What's the filtrum? Uh, medial cleft, is it called a cleft? Cleft is something. 
Vertical indentation in the middle area of the upper lip. Common to many mammals, extending in humans from the nasal septum to the tubercle. Tubercle? What the fuck is that? A tubercle. I don't know what a tubercle is. It has the word tube in it. Urkel. That's the dude from uh, Life and Family Life, I think. No. The My Blonde Shop. Who's next? What? Uh, Flatulent. No, we already did that. Uh, Oats versus Cons. Oats is currently an underdog. I don't know why, though. Let's find out. Right, Josh Allen projected at 18. Cord projected at 14. Silly. Rex predicted a 6. Alright, we've got the Panthers defense in there. I think he picked up a defense. He picked up the Vikings going against the Lions. That should be a good start. Uh, yeah, that should be a good start. Over on the Cons side. Yeah, I don't know. Colts versus Houston. Cool. Cool. I mean, Koo gets the ultimate respect. Uh, he scored three points in the last two weeks. Projected at 6.8 versus the Bucks. Like, where in the fuck is Koo? Koo. Like, where is he going to find six points from against the Bucks? They scored zero versus. Uh, who did they score? Oh, the Patriots. Then they scored seven last week versus. No. It scored 21 last week versus the Jags. So he kicked three extra points. And somehow he's going to get six points against the Bucks. I feel like I could almost guarantee my filtrum that he's not going to score six versus the Bucks. But you got to keep cool. Although, look, I mean, for some of you guys who have shitty kicker, uh, again, I don't know why you would do it, but uh, the number two kicker in the league, fantasy, Daniel Carlson, he's out there. He's available. Scoop him up. There's no reason to think. I should have asked him about the filter. I mean, Las Vegas Raiders are going to score. Are the Raiders on a bye? No, because... Forrest Marnoux is playing this week. Oh, excuse me. I think we've gone too long. I really... Uh, have we talked about everything? I think we have. Uh, real clutch, clutch. Real clutchly. Uh, clutching the Chub Toads. Chub Toads uh, are slight favorite. 99-79. You know, the, the Saints are like the 28th ranked fantasy B versus quarterbacks. And so they're also pretty poorly ranked against wide receivers. Now, they are the strongest defense against running backs. Um, we still don't know that Zeke is out. Uh, he's projected at 9.3. Let's see what the latest news is. I mean, I don't really see why you would sit him versus the Saints. When he has 10 days off after this week. Uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said Tuesday he expects Elliott to handle a serious load of opportunities versus the Saints. Okay. I mean, again, he's been bad. And you certainly don't like 
uh, a Saints defense only giving up 14.34 points versus run D uh, offenses, run offenses. So uh, that makes me think that Pollard and Zeke are going to struggle. But that, that should mean Dak and the offense will do fine. So I don't know. Get me 80 points. That's what we're looking for. We need some consistency because ever since the bye, they've not been able to do two weeks in a row. So based off of that, they may go out and score 40 in my game. Much like last week, I thought my game will be over Thursday night and we'll look ahead to week 14 and get in the proper matchup. I think the Cowboys have a good matchup on week 14. I think it's Washington, but we don't need to go into that now. As always, I do wish everybody good luck. Happy December. Hope you all enjoy the week and the games. Uh, my brother's birthday is on Friday. And I think that's about it. I've done all, all I could, really. 36 minutes. Sorry for the... I mean, I've never heard of the filter. But it'd be interesting. Vertical groove and full pass. Coming to town. Garth Brooks tickets go on sale Friday. I uh, wish everybody luck who's trying to get tickets. Uh, whew, sorry for the snorting. I don't know what that is about snorting and being outside and talking on my pod. What up, Podna? And uh, I, for anybody else who's going, good luck. We just announced a date in Baton Rouge. Uh, Garth Brooks also last weekend sold 400,000 tickets to the final concerts of this tour uh, in, I think, Ireland. He's not going to sell 400 th- tickets, 400,000 tickets. And Faith, I was going to sell 78,000, I would imagine. He'll break a record. I really hope I can get an aerial, aerial view. Like, uh, what are those things that fly? Shit. And take pictures. Those are called drones. I want like a drone overhead picture of a full stadium under the lights of a Garth Brooks concert. I think that would be beautiful. I would definitely get a printout on that. Probably take it to, uh, uh, what's that framing place called? Outlaw Framing. Right? Something, something. We'll just call it Outlaw Framing. And get that framed. Put that up in the living room. Yay, yay. All right. Good luck, everybody. Two weeks to go. It's a shame to see it come to an end. But everything must close. I'm 7-5, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Uh, the Toads are 8-4. Comfortable lead over me on the points. I'm 7-5. Just need to win one of these last two games. Hopefully, I can pull up an upset. I don't feel too comfortable or confident regarding that. Let's see what happens. Seven of us are going to win. Seven of us are going to be bumped. And that's how it goes. Good day. This is Abundance of Sunshine.
Box wine! Box wine! Box wine! Box wine! Box wine! Box wine! Box wine.